it's reflection time. It's reflection time of the year. It's reflection time of the podcast because reflection is one of the biggest secrets to winning and growing your business. And so in today's episode, I share 25 lessons and I go deep into three of them of lessons that I've learned and my friends have learned this year on scaling businesses to six, seven, eight, and to some to nine figures, including one of my own, all in today's episode. So without further ado, let's get into it and know that you're fucking amazing. And I just wanted to tell you that before we start the episode. But now, let's cue the intro. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show. Today is a very special episode I'm making a special. It's Christmas Eve. We just got out of a cold front in Montana. It was negative 34 with no wind and like in the negative 40s, high 40s with wind. And I loved it. I still wore shorts. I was rocking. But in this downtime, we had no power. The heater broke. I had a lot of reflection time. And every year as an entrepreneur, I try to give myself a word of the year, a focus of the year, an intention of the idea of the year. I've had your measuring stick is broken. I've had uh, simplicity. I've had your coaches in the mirror. And this year, one massive undertone and one resounding theme that has been coming up for me, as well as all of my friends um, in this year, particularly of like, what's been the biggest needle mover for us? What's been the biggest um, positive outcome in our business? What's been the thing that's created the best result? And nine out of 10 times, the answer has come back to reflection, 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 reflection. And I have realized that the more time I take to reflect in a container, which is very important, which just simply means not reflecting to reflect or to hide, but giving myself an hour and saying, I'm going to reflect on this challenge or giving myself exactly one week and reflect on this challenge. Reflection with a container has been incredibly powerful. It's allowed me to see the plays that I have in my playbook. It's allowed me to see how they've worked previously. Um, what's worked, what hasn't worked, what do I want to do differently? What plays do I want to run again? And so I made a list and I made a list of 25 lessons from this year on how to scale to six, seven, eight, nine figures and beyond. And I'm going to call out three of them particularly because if not, all 25 of them would take me, I don't know, probably 10 podcasts length worth. but. If you like this, if you want me to dive into more of these deeper, shoot me a DM on Instagram and let me know which one, and I will start recording podcast episodes diving deeper into each one of these lessons with takeaways and tangible action steps that you can put into your business, but I want to know. So I'm going to call out three of them today. The rest, I want you to take them like tweetables, and if it suits you, if it feels right, if there's one that stands out for you, if there's one like, let's say, lesson number six. And you're like, that's the one that's landing for me. Then I want that to be your reflection piece. I want you to write that on a piece of paper. I want you to set some time in the next coming week before the new year. And I want you to just reflect on that question. What does it mean for you? 
what does it mean for your business? Where is it applicable to your business? Where can you have more of it? Where can you tweak less of it? And I want you to pick one and at least pick one to reflect on as almost like your starting point to reflect on your year. So I'm going to start ripping through the 25 of them because they are some doozies. And I feel like this episode is me coaching myself, just looking in the mirror because these are all reminders that I needed. So let me take a sip of my nectar. Now I'm properly hydrated. So here we go. Here are the 25 lessons from scaling multiple six, seven, and eight figure businesses this year. Number one, simplicity wins. Most entrepreneurs lose momentum and progress to ambiguity. Simply put is you should not take a step unless you know where you're stepping and you shouldn't keep stepping just because somebody said step or a process said step. Every choice that we make as an entrepreneur has to be intentional, has to be thorough, has to be thought out. So we know what steps we're taking and we can make adjustments. And so complexity is the bane of the existence of scaling. Complexity makes things hard. And if things are complex, they need to be looked at, they need to be audited, and they need to be simplified. So lesson number one is simplicity wins, which brings us to lesson number two. This is not only a business lesson, but this is a life lesson. Change is inevitable. As you scale, you will run into more obstacles, but you also grow to create a larger capacity and resources to move through them. And when we think about scale, scale is simply taking one thing that we're doing that's working and multiplying it and either multiplying the amount of people on our team that are running it, the amount of products or services that we have offering it, or the amount of customers that we have buying it. But when we scale, we typically scale the challenges that we have. And so as an entrepreneur, we have to fall in love with change. When things break, when roadblocks arise, all those are, are invitations to fix them to get to the next level. There is no perfect business, perfect plan, perfect marketing plan. It's going to change. And the faster you can fall in love with that, the faster you have what's needed to iterate and create the result that you want. Lesson number two, change is inevitable. Lesson number three, change your mindset, change your life. Thank you, Garen Jones. Uh, we had an incredible podcast. We'll link it in the show notes with a dear brother, friend of mine, one of the wisest men I've ever met in my life, Garen Jones. And he talked about being in federal prison in, I believe, France with a very long sentence. And his story is miraculous, but he started to change his mind. And he had one simple takeaway. And every time something showed up in life, in business that was could be perceived as hard or challenging or upsetting or trigger causing, he just, instead of being stressed, just said, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And this is something I've practiced a lot since that episode, and it has been magical to help me navigate where I want to go, change my mindset, and put me in a position of power. So lesson number three, change your mindset, change your life, which brings me to lesson number four. If you don't have a lighthouse, you'll forever be caught on the hamster wheel of chasing things. Spend time getting to know who you are and why you do the things you do. As the very wise Sadhguru said in an interview with Mike Tyson, our body, our vehicle is our race car, but we've never taken the time to read the owner's manual. And the more time you spend with yourself and get crystal clear on what it is you're doing and why you're doing it and what drives you and what makes you push and what makes you want to help people, whether they pay you or not, the faster your gas tank has an unlimited fuel source in it. And it matters that you take the time to know that. Which brings me to lesson number five. 
this is one of the ones that I'm going to harp on for a moment. I had four stars next to this one. Lesson number five. The more you invest in yourself, the better everything gets because you never have a marketing problem. You have a relationship problem. This is huge. At the end of the year, it's a perfect time to reflect. Where are you spending your time that is helping you grow, that is helping you become a better person, a better entrepreneur, a better business person? And where are you spending your time where it's not helping you grow, where it's shrinking you, where it's pulling you away from your power and audit that. Audit in your tasks, audit it in your hobbies, audit it in your habits, audit it in your relationships, audit it with your team, audit it with your business partners, and audit it with your friends because who you spend time with is going to dictate the results that you get in this world. And the people and the things that you spend time doing are either moving you closer towards your vision or moving you further away from it because there is no stagnation. There is no steady. So take an audit take the time and do the diligence, which brings us to lesson number six. The issues are not the issues. It's the excessive pressure and noise you allow to accumulate in your life. This is from my dear friend, Alex Sharfin, which if you don't consume his content, if you don't listen to his podcast momentum, if you don't consume his stuff, you are missing out and you need to go find him. He is a walking wisdom bomb. I love you, Alex. I appreciate you, buddy. And that quote comes from him. The issues are not the issues. It's the pressure and noise you allow to accumulate in your life. Take a peek, take a gander, and go consume his content and listen to a couple of his episodes to help navigate that to find the clarity that you need. Which brings us to lesson number seven. The day you become an entrepreneur is a choice. Each choice will come together to create a beautiful paradox that is life. What I mean by this is that for years, I fell into the trap of thinking that if I designed the book and I outlined the book, that when that book start getting written in real life, it would look identical to what I designed. That's not how books go. That's not how scripts go. That's not how movies go. The rough draft is what gets me going. And then in life and the series of choices and events that I make stack up together to write that story. And that means that all I can do is measure my worth and value based on the integrity and the intention of my inputs, not the results that they create. Which brings us to lesson number eight. And I put some stars next to this one as well. Your business results directly reflect what you believe about yourself. Your business results directly reflect what you believe about yourself. And this one is straight to the heart for me. This is the one where... It's very hard to articulate the magic of belief and the magic of woo, but I say I'm woo-woo because I watch the level of self-love and self-respect that I have for myself directly permeate and ripple out into everything that I touch in business. And there is a direct correlation between how much I love myself, how much I respect myself, how much I admire myself, how much I invest in working on myself correlated to how easy money, business, and the most challenging of things seem easy because they're fully aligned. And so I can't give enough credit to this all day. You would never expect a world champion athlete to win the game when every moment they were competing, we told them how bad they were and how bad they sucked and how they'd never measure up and how they'd never be good enough. But yet as a fucking entrepreneur, myself included, I used to look in the mirror while trying to make an impact and say all that mean shit to myself. And I would question myself and doubt myself while never feeling to recognize that I was one of the few that is trying to make a difference 
and how I see myself and how I talk to myself is going to directly impact the results I create in this world. So fucking love yourself because it matters. It matters. Which brings us to lesson number nine. You don't need to hustle to scale. In fact, you need to slow down. I can summarize this one with an old adage from the United States Marine Corps. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. It's not about how many things you do. It's how many things you do intentionally and you do well that will move the needles in your business and in your life. Which brings us to lesson number 10. Build content pillars before you need them or it will hurt your entire marketing operations. All I, all I mean by this is be let it be known and take the time to know what are the three things that you help people with. For me, it's mindset, customer journey, and relationships. Because even if I don't have offers in there, even if I don't have a content library in there, even if I don't have everything I want, but I know it's something I'm passionate about and I'm going to include it, I can talk about it, I can leverage it, I can use it, but I can be consistent and congruent knowing it's always those three things and I can backfill as I grow. Which brings us to lesson number 11. Stop trying to do everything. If you aren't doing what you love, you will be burned out and you will run your business into the ground. Stay in your zone of genius and find a team to empower or people to help you. None of us are good at everything and entrepreneurship is a team game. It is always a group of people that help us get over the finish line. And the faster that I accepted this lesson and realized that I'm really good at what I'm really good at, but I'm really bad at what I'm not good at. And I started letting the people that are good at it do their job. Everything got easy from managing my calendar to doing my travel, to doing my books, to writing content, to doing customer service. The easiest path is to recognize your zone of genius. And I highly recommend reading the book Clockwork by Mike Michalowicz or There's No Plan B for Your A-Game. Because you need to invest more in your genius and outsource the things that are not your genius. Which brings us to lesson number 12. You don't need a large audience to scale, so stop trying to do that and go help more people. You don't need a large audience to scale. Scaling happens one person at a time. And what's so funny is that the thing that makes a large audience is the commitment to helping one new person a day not sitting back and trying to build or find or hope that if you build it, they'll come like Kevin Costner said. You have to find one person at a time. That's the secret to scale. And then when you find something that works, you make a process around it, you repeat it, and you keep trying again. But I watch so many people waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and you're just waiting as the game passes you by. Because to get to scale, you have to take a step. And it's one person. And no matter how successful you get, no matter what level of business you get on, the best business advice you'll ever get is that if you're ever stuck and don't know what to do, go find one more person to help and then one more and one more. And magically, your business and life will grow. So that is lesson number 12, which brings me to lesson number 13. This one was big for me. Stop setting goals and set intentions and make them come alive. I love goals. They're great. They belong on my board but I wanna set intentions that change my behavior. I wanna make changes that last forever. I wanna do the behaviors that are going to stack up and create the goal that I set out to achieve. Goals are great, but without a plan or clear things underneath each one of them to do, nothing is going to change. And so I started setting intentions. My intention is to do this every day. My intention is to do this this week. And with those intentions, I backfill the behaviors and I create the results. 
So set outcome-based goals and set intentions and clear actions that you can take to get them. And you will start knocking down all the things that you want to accomplish, which brings us to lesson number 14, which is the third and final one that I've starred for today. And I put 11 asterisks next to this one. Celebrate your wins more. Nothing is ever too small. Every win is a win. Celebrate them all. One of the things that you will find is that winning is a frequency. Winning is a state of mind. You pick the teacher, I will find you the quote of them saying that one way or another. It is a state of mind. When you tune your reticular activating system into winning, you see winning more. You see ease. You see grace. You see fun. You see excitement. When you tune your reticular activating system into loss and how I didn't get enough and I should have and I could have, then all you see is hard. And the easiest path out of this is to celebrate your wins every day publicly declare them be proud of them embody them and start tuning a reticular activating system into winning so that when challenges and roadblocks occur you have the momentum and the confidence to step into that and to go celebrate 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 your job is to be a bright fucking light but nobody else can turn up the intensity but you turn it up celebrate more and keep going which brings us to lesson number 15. I'm going to give you this one and I'm going to give you the book to read. Get uncomfortable every chance you get. Get uncomfortable every chance you get. The book that you should read is The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. Get uncomfortable every chance you get is lesson number 15, which brings us to lesson number 16. Cut out all social media and empower someone else to run it for you. It only takes away from your true power. I challenge you sometime this year. Take a week off, take a month off, take a quarter off social media and let somebody else run it and see how much true freedom and true clarity that you get back. Once you deal with the residue of how addicting it is and how much space you're going to find that you have when you're not on it all the time, but give yourself a break. Social media is not the real world. It is an extension of the real world that you are in control of. It is not in control of you. Life happens without social media. And the more you can unplug from that, the more perspective you will have to see how to navigate and to play that game to win. Which brings us to lesson number 17. You probably don't need to work as much as you think. You probably don't need to work as much as you think. Every business, every one of them has three core functions that drive 80% of the revenue. Those we call needle movers. Those are where the money is made. Those are where the magic has happened. And a lot of other fluff and distraction gets in the way. Be crystal clear on where you're spending your time and how you're spending it. Read the Michalowicz books like I recommend, like Clockwork. And then if you're having a challenge in your business, read Fix This Next and help identify what some of those needle movers might be that you can focus on those queen bee roles and get the revenue coming and delete and get rid of all the bullshit that's stacking up on your plate. Because yes, if you are in it all the time, if you're in the fight, if you're in the field and you're doing all of these actions, they can feel like they're required. But the moment you take a, a step out of the pill bottle, you pull the ripcord and you get perspective, you might find that you don't need to do as much as you're doing and that the true results you're getting are from a very few simple pieces of action that you can protect and build around and buy some of your time back. Which probably, or which now brings us to lesson 18, when in doubt, always lead with value first. I alluded to this earlier. I will tell you that one of the fastest paths out of resistance for me or stagnation or stuckness 
is when I can't figure out if this offer is going to work or if I can help with this or if I can do this or where should I do this or how will I have clarity on this? I go straight to my customers and I help. I add value. I find someone to help and I help. I find someone to help and I help. And I will say nine out of 10 times, it gives me the clarity that I was looking for. I just had to be willing to lead with value first, which brings us to lesson number 19. If you spend enough time and pay attention to what your customers are saying is not saying, and you ask them, they will tell you exactly what they want. So lesson number 19 is that if you ask your audience, they will tell you what you want. But your job is to listen to what they say and not summarize it into what you want to do. If you pay attention, if you build relationships, the best business insights, the best data that you will ever get is from the relationships with your existing customers and non-customers because they will be honest and open with you if there's an existing relationship, what they need help with, how you can help them, and how much money you could charge them to help them because that's how business is done. Which brings us to lesson number 20. Attention is the most valuable asset that you have right now. Attention is the number one traded commodity. I've said this before and I will say it again, but attention without a next step is a liability. So understanding that in the world of TikTok and Instagram and marketing and the world that we live in, we're all competing for attention. Your job is when you get the attention to have something to do with it so they stick around and you don't have to compete for it again. But that's the true thing that we're monetizing in today's day and age in 2022 and 2023. Lesson number 21, you matter more than you think. I'm not going to put an asterisk on this one because this one's fucking important all the time. You are unique. You are one out of however many trillion of possibilities there were to get you. And you are one out of almost 8 billion people doing what you do. There is no other you and I can't be you. But you matter. Your voice, your vision, your view, your story, your narrative, and every single thing that you put into the world. The fact that you listen to this podcast tells me that you matter. The fact that you're interested in learning how to do better tells me that you matter. You are the one that changes the world. You are the one that does it. And don't ever fucking forget it because you matter and I need you and I appreciate you. Which brings us to lesson number 22. If you aren't breathing, you aren't fully living. Take space daily to move your body, eat well, and breathe. You only have one life to live. No matter which way you slice it, the only thing you're not going to be able to buy back with all that money you make is time and your health. And you might be able to buy back a little of it, but not as much as you lost. The faster you master the relationship with your body, your physical body, and you take care of yourself, the faster everything gets easy. Take care of your body, sleep, eat, do breath work, meditate, connect with yourself, and find ways intentionally and proactively to deepen the connection with your actual physical body. Which brings us to lesson number 23. Stop judging your self-worth based on your net worth. Your value will never be derived based on the amount of money in your bank account. Your value will always directly be correlated to the amount of people that you have helped and how you have improved upon the silence. And so I will say what I said before. If you're ever doubting it, if you're ever down, go find somebody to help and help. But know that your self-worth should never be derived by your net worth. Your self-worth should be derived by the intention and the integrity of the inputs and choices that you make every day, knowing that they're going to make a difference. Which brings us to lesson number 24. One of my favorites, play the long game. 
because you're guaranteed to win, you'll be happier that way. Oh, and a byproduct is it also makes you win the short game. Business is a long game. You just haven't realized that yet. You're playing a long game. And the more you understand that now and invest in both the long game and the short game, the faster you'll thank yourself a year, two, three years down the road when you're living in almost unsurfable momentum of goodness because the ripple has been going so far. You're playing the long game. Relationships matter. Paradigms matter. How people see you matter. Interactions matter. And the ones that feel like they don't matter today will be the person who has your business career and decision in their hand three years from now in some random position because that's how the universe works. Play the long game. You'll be a lot happier. The short game gets easier and the results are a whole lot more fun to play with. Which brings us to the final lesson, number 25 on the list of 25 lessons from scaling to six, seven, and eight figures. And lesson 25 is really, really simple. Have more fun because you have everything you need. And this is the only life that you get. Smile more, laugh more, play more, joke more, remove said stick from butt, or as my dear friend Liz Benny says, unfucking constipate yourself and get that backlog of shit out and start laughing more and having fun more. Because we don't need to self-sacrifice. We don't need to be mean. We are given this experience as we're all trying to make meaning of it and add value and create a difference and a mark while we're in it. But you have to enjoy the ride. So buckle in because you're on the ride and have more fucking fun. So those are my 25 lessons from scaling to six, seven, eight, and nine figures and beyond in my reflection this year with a couple other reflection podcasts that I'm dropping. I called out a few particular ones that are important to me. If you want me to call out any more, if you want me to do an episode about anyone in particular, shoot me a DM on Instagram. You know how to get a hold of me on the gram. Slide into my DMs that it's George Bryant. If this episode is helpful, please share it with a friend. Listen to another episode, but most importantly, don't let this become shelf help. Pick one thing, put it into practice and get going. And let's make 2022 wrapped up beautifully, put a bow on it, and let's make 2023 your best year ever. And every year is going to get better after that point because we're going to play it together. So I love you to pieces. I'm going to go get my prime rib ready, start prepping food. I'm cooking for 20, and we're going to have an incredible friend's Christmas. Moments, joy, gratitude, laughter, and love. And know that I appreciate you. So whatever it is that you celebrate, celebrate it all the way and enjoy every moment of it. And know that no matter what day of the year it is, 365 days of the year that I'm grateful for you and I will always celebrate life and entrepreneurship with you. So have a beautiful day, have a beautiful year and have a beautiful new year if you don't talk to me before then. But either way, I will either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. And here comes the outro. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. 
We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com, and I'll see you in the next episode.